Hey everybody, welcome back to The Producers. Uh, my name is Tom Seif. I am the host for this episode of The Producers Podcast. Uh, last episode, Jonathan interviewed me and we talked about DJs and mashups and a whole bunch of other stuff for an hour and it was really an awesome time. And uh, for this podcast, the tables have turned and now I will be interviewing Jonathan for your listening pleasure. Uh, some plugs, uh, of course, Producers Cast on Twitter, Instagram, email at theproducerscast at gmail.com. Please email him. Email Jonathan. He's begging for emails. Send him anything. Uh, <laughs> uh, of course, for Mistoe, you know, his social medias is Mistoe with three Ys. My social medias are uh, at Skanoi for Instagram and at Skanoi1217 on Twitter. Uh, some other plugs that um, Stoey wanted me to uh, mention were RVA Comedy. Find them on RVA Comedy in all the social medias. And also, he wanted me to plug his friend's podcast called uh, Scene Makers by his friend Jim. Check it out. They have their first episode out now where they talk to Megan Wills. And looks like uh, it's about a podcast where they go into all the hard work that goes into putting on live comedy shows okay anyway i am not <laughs> this uh this intro has lasted way too long um tom <laughs> throwing it over to me try uh let's uh, get something good Ready? here we go Nice setup you got here. Yeah, thanks, man. I've worked hard on this. You're all about being intentional right here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, very. I so you remember the first seat I had here? Yeah, it was a it was it was a brown chair. No, it was the green one in the living room. Still. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's a lot smaller. This one's a lot deeper. It is. This deep. is a nice seat. It's nice. I have upgraded. You would think it looks rigid. On it the does. Outside. I mean, the arms are little, but sure. like. You want sturdy arms. It's pretty good. That's all I want from a chair. Yeah. You want sturdy arms and, and, and everything. You know? Pretty much. So, yeah. So, anyway, welcome, Mr. Oh, Jonathan Stoey oh in my God. the guest seat. I am in the guest seat. I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm talking through a different mic. Yeah. Your voice sounds completely... Complete. Different. Who is that? Who is this guy? Not my host. <laughs> and they're probably, they're probably saying, who is the guy talking right now? My name is... <sighs> If you guys don't know, my name is Tom. I am Jonathan Mistoey's best friend. He is my best, best friend. friend. Best friend. I am uh, coming up here to Richmond, all the way from Charlotte, North Carolina. Boo! 
<laughs> about a four and a half hour drive just for it's, this guy. It's not that bad. You know? It's terrible. It's the worst fucking drive. It sucks. It used to be four hours, and then somehow it's four and a half now. Yeah, yeah. Or, so, when, or when I'm going, it's five hours. Five, because tra- the traffic is yeah. ridiculous. In North Carolina, dude, it takes forever to get out of North Carolina. From where they, I'm they're doing everything they can to keep you there. Yeah. It's like construction, <laughs> more construction. We have a two-lane highway... That has construction on two of the lanes. <laughs> yeah. You have one lane, and you got to stick behind a tractor trailer for about 30 miles. <laughs> Can you just drive on the shoulder? Who cares about the bump strip? Just come on. Come on. Ugh. But anyway, welcome. 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 So uh, what's happening? What's what's new in oh, man. Stoey's world? Dude, so much. It's crazy. So the reason, the main reason I wanted to do a reverse host... Uh-huh. I have been. I, I met. I probably, I probably mentioned this on the past like three episodes. Um, but the first of all, the episode, the first reverse host episode, episode two that we did thirty episodes ago Holy is the most shit. listened to. We are nearing three hundred downloads on that one alone. Damn, dude. My mom has listened to that one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Every person I guess who hears about the show listens to that one just based on what i've heard i can name countless people who have just that's the route they take really yeah they're just like okay my friend jonathan has a podcast let's see what it's about oh Oh, there he is he's the subject of one episode exactly boom yeah so i guess that's the thing so i was like well i don't know i don't remember what i said on that one Mm -hmm. and it's been almost a year it's been about eight to eight to nine months we did that in did we do that in may no, that was July. I think it was definitely July. July, yeah. Yeah, because that was, um, it was so funny because the first episode I think was like June or July 8th, and then it was like another like th- month before the next one came out, which mm-hmm. is when I came down to Charlotte. We did that one at your house. Right. And I did my Seinfeld impression. Beautiful. <clears throat> Love it. Apparently. I got, I got my George. My yeah. mom said it was good, so I'm, in, I'm into it. <laughs> awesome. I, yeah, so. Um, have you, now, side question, have you taken that impression formal, like, to public? I, uh, we had a. At an improv practice I did once, one of the uh, practice warm-up things we did, we were doing a character-based warm-ups, yeah. and uh, one of them was like, uh, take a celebrity that you can do an impression of. Once you have the celebrity, let me know. And I'm like, I can't think... Nobody but Jerry is in my head right now. I'm kind of locked in. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm That's what I'm going to be rolling with, because I got nothing else. Like, uh-huh. Jerry's like, who are you thinking about? Huh? <laughs> What's up with that? What's going on? I can't think of anybody else. Uh, so I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to fucking do Jerry. Um, so then, then we had to give them a menial job so that, and then do, do that impression for 30 seconds. Uh-huh. Um, so what was the job? He worked at Chipotle. Nice. What can I get for you? What are brown rice? What's the deal with pinto beans? Nobody gets those. Barbacoa. No one eats barbacoa. <laughs> you got so many. It's, it's the best of the meats, Jerry. Jerry, it's underrated. It, they always have it in stock. They always do have it. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. I can easily see them getting into a, a, a debate oh on, on bowl. No, even, even bowl, bowl versus burrito. burrito. <laughs> you get more food with the tortilla, but you get more in the bowl. And that, that would be the thing. Yeah. It's like, Jerry, you have to go bowl. It just oh, makes sense. He would be a bowl guy. I'm, I'm, I'm not a bowl. I'm, I'm a bowl guy. I'm a bowl guy. I'm not guy. a burrito guy. I don't need a lot of food. I'm not a bowl guy. I want a nice pack of burritos that I can hold in my hands. Yeah. I want it to go. Dude. Uh, obviously, <laughs> the impression has not improved. No, it's great. It's it's, it's fantastic. Um, so, yeah, so it was like, I don't know how current that is. Because I remember my mom was like, it was either my mom or like my friend, Lauren, like, I think it was Lauren. She was like, yeah, you're talking about how funny you thought whose lines it anyway was. And I'm like, 
I need to do a new one. <laughs> I, I love Who's Line. Who's Line is a great show, but I'm just so beyond now. But it's, I, it's I'm just, like so above it. I'm so um, above Who's Line. I, I, uh, I do it. I, I, oh, <laughs> me. It, but the thing is, is it, it, it is just like um, it's funny, but it's like I just I feel like there are better things than Who's Line, and I yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm taking that stance. I just. But I just feel like um, I was just so new to improv at the time, and I think I was like, "Yeah, I'm doing improv now, or whatever." Like, who's line? Just like who's line? Which is what I was doing at the time. The 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 one on one class that you pick is basically who's line. You play group games. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I just figured. So what do you do? It was. I I figured it was time for an updated version. I figured it was time to give those people who wanted to hear. About me, an update, an update, yeah. an update. Yeah, I mean, it's all about you. I, apparently, <laughs> apparently, yeah. I'm on every fucking episode. I wonder if there will ever be an episode that I'm not on. That would be meta. That would be. Then you've made it. Then I've made it. You've absolutely made an it. episode of my show that I'm not on. And you're not on. You'll be you'll be Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson after he left Star Talk. He doesn't even do that anymore. He doesn't. He does like one episode, like. A month or something. He has like this side podcast. It's like Star Talk All Stars, and he just has guests do it. You know. All right. It's like we, we come, we come for Neil. We're staying for these schlubs. NDT, you know? dude. So let me get back to improv then. So okay. we're, we're talking about that. So what is uh? Because really, my whole experience <coughs> with improv is mm. like who's line anyway. Yeah. There. So what? What's um? What are you doing that's I guess different or? I wouldn't say, I don't know, more advanced or whatever, whatever you want to call it. What's what's different with what you do? So I'll start by saying that, like, Whose Line is Improv, like, they are making it up. Yeah. and But it's it's definitely made to be more, like, of a TV show. Sure. Like, you couldn't take what we do and make it a TV show. It's a theater show. It's like a, it's like a comedy show. Right. Um, it's like, I, I would Long say... Long form. It's like once removed from, like, stand-up, where you can do stand-up anywhere. You could, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's completely different. Long form instead of short form games. Uh-huh. Um... So, it's so funny, because, like, around the time that we started the podcast... So, of course, everybody knows, I got out of a huge breakup, lost my identity, and was like, let's fucking get this shit back together. Yeah. So, I started doing the podcast, improv, started playing music more, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found this theater, I told this story too, I went on a date, we went to the theater, went saw a show, I got emails, sent over classes. Um, the Coalition Theater. Yeah. I can't say enough good things about it, and the people who are there, part of it. The community is incredible. Um... And so I took a one-on-one class, um, which is games, um, basic intro class, and met, met Matthew, my, my, my Richmond best friend, mm-hmm. since I have to categorize it now. Yeah, you do. I yeah. do, since you're, since you're here. Um, <laughs> you don't listen to another podcast, any other episode, I can say whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. What? So, oh, shit. Uh, How dare you, dude? <laughs> yeah, so then, so then I went to the next class, and the next class is like characters and emotions. Uh-huh. And then the class I just took, finished, was patterns and group games oh, um, cool. okay. and game. So, like, what it, what it kind of, what the difference is, is, like, um, you're doing a scene, you're doing a scene, a set of scenes um, that are just kind of all made up and just have, like, no game, no mm-hmm. setup, no easy, you're just creating it. Right. Um so what's different about I guess was that was that was that the question was yeah yeah it's basically what's different between whose line and whose line and, and what coalition you do. theater yeah um, basically 
we don't play group games. We do we do real improv. <laughs> we do real improv. It's it's art. Yeah. No, uh, I, I yeah I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, and I don't know. There's just what they have going is just so good. Like like I was lucky enough to be a part of this four week four week one of shows that let's see is probably by the time this is released over or mm-hmm. the next one the last one's coming up. Um, of what was called what was I thinking where. Um, somebody reads for like seven or eight minutes from their embarrassing childhood journals. And then, uh, a team of improvisers does scenes for about 15 minutes based off of what you just heard That's read. That's fantastic. So it, it's awesome. It's a, it's a wonderful show. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, it, it there's just, it's just so much fun. So you just did, yeah, just doing scenes. You're just walking up like last, like there was a, I did the most every time I did it, like. The hardest thing, I don't know. I'm just gonna going on all these fucking tangents. Go for it, go for it, dude. I don't want to get too deep into like I want to stay. I want to kind of stay on topic. Um, well, what's what's topic though? Yeah, so I don't know. What, what, let's, let's let's find out where it goes. So continue. The thing, because because so my mom came to the show last night. I'm I'm dating. This is we're recording this is like way in the past, but but in reference to when this comes out. Yeah. My mom came and saw it last night. We went out afterwards, and she was like, asking me all these questions, like. How do you know what to go up with? Uh-huh. And it was just like you don't. Yeah, you figure it out. Yeah. I mean, the whole basis. Um, and anybody who is a teacher or someone who's taught me or whoever might listen to this, mm-hmm. I hope I don't like disappoint them. Um, the key to any scene is like I think emotion. Um, individually, obviously, it's a lot about making your teammates look good and everything, and right. support and playing a good support role. But like. Emotion. So the most important thing is like a self-contained emotional statement. Mm-hmm. And then once you have that, I feel like you can do anything. It's just like going back and forth. So like, but with like doing the show, the, what was I thinking? Like, you don't have that. You just go up with whatever. And there's like plenty of times where too many people are on stage and you just figure it out. Yeah. And, that, and that's kind of been the fun part too. It's just like, just being a part of something that you don't know what you're going to, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're just like figuring it out as you go. I would think that would be the fun of it. Cause it's everything. It's always changing. Always changing. Yeah. One of my favorite things is whenever someone's hosting, they're like, so they ask you if anyone's been to theater before. If someone hasn't, they ask them if anyone's seen improv comedy before. If they haven't, they explain it. And the, it's the most beautiful thing. It's like, we're going to do something here. We're going to make some shit up. Mm-hmm. And then when it's done, it's gone forever. It only existed in that moment. And you were the only people who got to see it. Yeah, that's And I'm like, cool. that's so beautiful. Because it is. It's like really, it's like a cool thing. It's cool to be a part of something it, like it's that. Not, it's not something you can replicate. No, Even if you tried, like. and and I am guilty of this as evidenced. I like to talk about scenes that I was in, and like to dissect them and talk about like this scene was so good because like you had this really great move and like this thing, mm-hmm. and then like I'm still talking about scenes probably from like my, I could I could definitely talk about like this great scene from my one on one showcase or like I still talk about I did this set uh, I did a uh, show I was I went to a show called Pajor Plus One mm-hmm. David Pajor who is one of the co founders and an incredible improviser just an incredible person. Uh, as far as I know, who knows what he does in his spare time. <laughs> so uh, I, he had a show called Pleasure Plus One where he would just invite someone on stage. I'm I, I'm still new as possible. I still talk about it. I still That's talk cool. about that how how incredibly influential that doing that set was to me because it mm-hmm. was like so so much fun and like it, it's funny because I was telling my little brother actually last night I, walking back to my car. I've been told, hey, great show, man, by, like, someone who was watching it twice. Once after that Pajor Plus One and once last night. Wow. Awesome. And it was just, like, the first time I ever was on, like, stage for real doing scenes, someone was like, that was super funny. I was like, holy shit. 
this was, that was the best. It was, like, it. It was like yeah. the best feeling. And it was like, I just want to keep doing that. Cause that was so much fun. Yeah. And it has been, of course. Um, and that's how it's different from who's life. <laughs> nice, nice little bow that you tie there. That's I just, awesome, got, I just get a lot. One of the mistake, one of the, not one of the things I've noticed in talking with either talking about improv or talking with improvisers mm-hmm. is we can fucking go on all day about improv. Yeah. It's, it's a little much sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's like, I love talking about it because it's been such a huge positive influence for me. Yeah. What's the downside there? Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. That's great. I probably sound like a bit of a douche. And I know you're like, no, you're talking about, but like realistically, like, yeah, I'm in all these shows, like whatever. I'm just really cool. Like (laughs) it could be douchey, but like when, if you put the filter on of it, like this has been a really positive thing for you and you're so passionate about it, then it's like, yeah, it's fine. Of course. Yeah. It's great. But also I, I talk about it all the time. So I guess what's, um, what, what what are you currently doing with improv and what's in the hopper? What's uh, what's the next steps ahead? It's funny. So again, when this is recorded, I have a week, like a week of shows. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing, um, I'll be at the theater four nights on stage in, in, this, in this next week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're debuting the house teams this week. So the, the theater has uh, a show on Saturday called Riot okay. where... There are three sets. The closer is always big bosses, which is people who are founders or have been around for a while. The bosses, right? Um, and then house teams perform. So how many is in a house team? How many people are in a house team? Yeah, eight on average. There's no like set. There's no like sure. set rules. Sure. Um, and so they held auditions two months ago mm-hmm. for uh, new house teams because they've had the same house teams for like a while. Right. And they're like, let's let's bring this back. Let's change it up. And so. <clears throat> I auditioned and I full, I truly believe this somehow I made it. Uh-huh. Um, and I've only heard positive things like you're this, you're that, like that's cool. But I'm just like, I'm still so new. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but I made it and I'm just trying not to look back. I'm like, this is fucking, let's go kill it. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's the main thing. Um, we, so we, we get a six month run mm-hmm. in the riot show. That's awesome. So we will be on Saturday nights every other week. Mm-hmm. Um, starting April 14th. That's sick. It's, it's going to be so much fun because I'm playing with this, a team of, my team is uh, made up of nine total people, including me. We have a coach who is um, wonderful. Scott is a great, great dude. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to be under his tutelage. Uh-huh. Um, so that's like the biggest thing, you know, being a part of the theater, the first thing that you want to have like a big thing about is like, do good shows. Right. And I'm just like, yes, let's do good shows. Cause it's so much fun to do a good show. Yeah. So much fun to like, like we made that show awesome. We were a contributing factor in that show being great. Mm-hmm. Everyone had a good time. That's what you want from your Saturday nights. Exactly. What's that? What's the format for these shows? These Saturday nights? It's shows? just like less long form. So is it just like a topic and then you go with it? Or? So realistically, I mean, I don't know. Some people do different. Some people approach the, the, the suggestion differently so you come on stage like hey we're the team name and all we need to get started is a suggestion and it could be like a non-geographical location a location that could fit on the stage a line of dialogue you heard this week uh any word any color anything uh-huh. so i've heard from i've heard different things from different people one person has told me like we do we do something based on that to prove it's made up and then another other people have said like you can use it you cannot you can loosely base the scene off of so the suggestion is bathrooms maybe uh, or if it's urinals, maybe I'm just in a bathroom. I'm not directly interacting with the urinal. Yeah. But like, you know, 
So, so you get the suggestion, do whatever you want with it, and then it goes wherever it goes. Like you mm-hmm. just kind of let it be what it is, and you just do scenes based off of it, and and that's kind of where the fun and training and all the practice comes in. Is like it's not just two people standing in the middle of stage talking. It's like you want to do all these different things. You want to have emotion. You want to have um, <clears throat> good uh, you know conversation. Sure. Yeah. You want to make sure that. You're not just up there like having like what what they call like a transaction scene where it's just like, what do you think about this? I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. What do you think about this? Like no one wants to see that shit. Yeah, yeah. You want to see emotion. You want to see hyper agreeance or hyper disagreeance or two people doing completely. And it's all about working to make that happen. Right. Um, I mean, there's like a lot of like little rules and stuff. Not rule. Like I use the term rules. Informal rules. Like well, I mean, I think it's always a rule. Make your scene partner look good. Mm-hmm. Don't. Bring something into a scene that doesn't help the scene. Don't just walk in and be like... So, if, like, the people are having a scene, don't just walk in and be like, I'm doing my own thing. Yes, people might it might get a, a small laugh, but also people are like, what are you... Do? I don't know what's happening now. Yeah. You yeah, want it to make sense. You want to do the scene justice. You want to make everyone look good. And there's just a lot of... There's, like, a lot of tools and little things that you want to, like, have in your head. And it really influences things and really sets you up mentally, I think, to do well. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy... The mental game and having fun. Also, I've said it a lot. I think I was. I think I was like. I really want to be a performer, and I like that. I that that's a thing. Yeah. So going back to the mental game, then mm-hmm. when you're on stage and you're in the middle of a scene, what are you actually thinking about? Are you thinking ahead, or are you just like somebody says something and then your first thing that comes <coughs> to mind, you react to it, and then? I think for me, it's about. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to to think ahead and find ways that I can try to help this go to make it better. Mm-hmm. But also, it's about reacting. I don't want to be like sitting there thinking, and then you say something, and then I think like, okay, how can I react? I'll write this way. So one one of the things like in two hundred one, like the characters class is like just react, no matter what it is. So like, there's like a game that you can play where it's like um, everyone right now preload an emotion, and no matter what happened, what your person next to you says, you're going to use that emotion and bring it up to a ten. So, like, there was one in a practice once that the coach, Scott really liked, he was mm-hmm. like, um, I lost my keys. Or, I found your keys. And I was like, fuck! I was just mad. That was, that was when I preloaded. Okay, yeah. Um, and that's, like, the first thing he saw, I was like, I want to know where that scene's going. Yeah. Why is he mad about the keys being found? Yeah. And uh, so... The first thing I think is reacting, but also just like having fun with it and trying to find a way to make it fun. Because that's something that I think you, I guess you've seen a lot is like just having fun with being up there or just in general, like in we're playing video games or something or just hanging out. Like I'm all about like trying to have fun with it and make it a fun thing. So I mean, otherwise, why are you doing it? You're just kind of just doing something to do it. You got to make it fun. You got to have fun doing it. Not everyone thinks that way, Tom. Wow. But yeah, so when I'm when I'm up, I guess when I'm up there, I'm just trying to think: how can I make this better? How can I make mm-hmm. this go in a direction that I want it to go? Yeah. How can I? How can I? How can I make? Also, how can I make my scene partner look good? Because like, if they make a weird choice that they're like, I like vacuum cleaners, and so I could go on and I could be like, why do you like vacuum cleaners? That's that's like putting his choice into question. Mm. And it's just like why now everyone's like, yeah, why do you like vacuum cleaners? And now he has, and now they have to explain themselves. Yeah. Instead, I could be like, I love vacuum cleaners, or like, I I hate vacuum cleaners. Get that thing away from me. Uh huh. I mean, not that these are like great, but like. Sure. No. No. But it it sets the mood. Yeah. Yeah. It's so the 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 thought is, what can I say or do that makes their choice look good and sets sets it up sets it up to make it better? Just just like. Anything to make it look good. Anything to do to do good shows. Again, it comes back to like the whole the number one rule of being 
on a house team is do good shows. So like, what can I do to do good shows? Mm-hmm. And usually it's I try I try not to think about it. I think mostly yeah. I think it's just like if I think about it too much, then I'm like so like yeah. Last night when I was doing the show, the first set I was like so distracted that my family was there, mm-hmm. and I haven't been distracted on stage since. The first time somebody was in the audience to see me specifically. Okay. Okay. Um, and I was like, I, I eventually got out of it and I was just like focused on what I was doing. Like, how can I make the scene better or right. going on? Like, how can I be whatever I am? Um, I think that's all it is. It's just trying to, it's just trying to be in that moment and be that character and be in, emote that way. And also try to build on the patterns and like interact well. So I guess, do you do anything to prepare for, for these sets? Any preparation? Is there you mean any like you mean like warm ups? I guess yeah. Is that is that a thing? Like oh yeah, um, warming up is one hundred percent a thing. Okay, warming up, um, coalition style. You start with a shakeout. Of course, yeah. And I, I I didn't do a shakeout last night, and I regretted it. I was so flat. Mm, mm-hmm. And then we you do a couple warm ups. There's so many warm ups. So like, is it like a game? Or yeah. Something you could do? Yeah. yeah. So like. Uh, it was so funny. We created a new game last a new world like last night. So there's there's a game world game called Pass the Face. Yeah. Where Pass you the face. So you're in a circle and you look at somebody, you make a face, and then they, they look at the person to their opposite and heighten that face. Make that face but bigger and more emotional. Interesting. And you pass it around and it goes around a couple times and eventually you go from like meh to meh <laughs> and it just gets bigger and bigger and you just like meh. Uh-huh. Nice. Um and then there's another game called uh, two uh, I don't want to use like just men, but like two men enter, one will leave, two uh, two will two will enter, one will leave. That's what it is. Okay. Um, so two people enter, you name a category, and then you go back and forth trying to think of that cat- something in that category, and the first person to like Ooh, or say something wrong is out, and gotcha. you do it again. Nice. So we came up with a game: uh, two men enter, pass the face. So it was just them <laughs> passing the face to each other in the middle, nice. and eventually someone would just have to concede. Um, I chose to win one and chose to lose one, but it was just like. It's just stupid. Yeah. It's like a stupid thing. Yeah. I like to use warm-ups to really get out the, any nervous energy. Mm-hmm. I notice I'm nervous driving to a show, like when I'm going to the theater. Oh, okay. But when I get there, I'm usually pretty cool. Pretty calm now? Yeah. Like in my, when my one-on-one showcase, I was so nervous. And then when I got on stage, I was like, I'm fine. I can do this. Perfect. And I was yeah. like, okay, this is interesting. So I guess have you noticed like over time you've become less nervous with the craft? Honestly, it's more about how I'm feeling like... There's a lot of early on when I was doing like just, um, uh, so just a little bit of the trajectory that I've had this mm-hmm. incredible, and I think I'm just incredibly lucky. So I started out taking one-on-one class, got on stage twice, once for a lab, a lab is a show that's, um, an hour and a half long, whatever. And it features people doing just short sets, like 10 minute sets. Yeah. Just kind of like get people stage time for the first time or work out something that's a little shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did one of those and I did the Pajar plus one, which was like, um, <clears throat> at that time for me, it was like the, the pinnacle of my one-on-one time. Uh-huh. And then after every class you get the show and then two one happened. And then the Katie, who is the most wonderful person, I can't say enough good things about Katie, uh, who she's the director, um, of the theater. Okay. She offered my indie team, um, whose name is tiny bladders. Nice. Me, it was, it, at the time, it was just me and Matthews, like, when we were on stage. She's like, does Tiny Bladders want to do a set at the refinery? And at the time, the refinery was on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, it's, the refinery is three sets, um, similar to Riot, but it's just, like, up and coming. People are refining things. Oh. 
Okay. So we got we got time on the on the refinery. Nice. And so we, we started to get people to come on stage with us and do more sets and it was like more stage time, more reps. So I noticed like one set we we would kill it. Oh my gosh, that was such a great set. Yeah. And then you go into the next set kind of big headed, like, we had a great set, we're gonna kill it tonight. Yeah. And you're like and then that shows on you're like, Oh my god, we did not kill it. That was terrible. I was working all these things and then you go in the next set like we're gonna work on these things. We fucking killed it, and then uh-huh. it's just like repeat. It's a cycle, yeah. yeah. Um, so I've always tried to like just set an intention and work towards something, uh-huh. and like really try to home focus in. Like I can't watch improv. Like David Pajor is the most notable that I've heard. He can't. He will not watch improv before he performs. And I'm like, you know what? Fucking me too, dude. Because mm-hmm. like that just that just fucks my shit up. It gets me in my head. I'm trying to like do other people's shtick, and I need to do my own thing, which is good edits and good support moves. So do you watch? I guess after the fact, do you watch any improv, any of your other teams or anything? Um, do you get anything from that, or do you not? I ha- when I would do refinery sets, we would usually open, so I'd stay and watch the sets after. Okay. Um, with what was I thinking? The whole sh- we were in the whole show, so there was no watching. And usually after they have a ten o'clock show that I just couldn't stay for. Mm-hmm. And those are really the only experiences I've had being in shows. Okay. So that's about it. Um, for ride, I'll definitely stay. I know for sure because Big Bosses is going to, right. and I don't know if we're opening or in the middle. Um, so I definitely want to see uh, all these teams play for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and honestly, getting one of the things that helped me the most was going to shows. Yeah, watching people who are really good at this do it because you learn so much. Yeah, yeah, just like a lot of like implicit stuff that's like just watching the deci- watching how they make decisions. Like get there was, in their head. Yeah, like. Uh, Patrick Gaskill, one of my favorite, favorite people, my, my one-on-one teacher, he, he, they did a set and like, I realized everything he did as that character, he had a filter. This is his character's filter. His f- character was a horny MILF who was really horny for this other dude. And everything he said dropped through that filter, those uh, filters. Uh-huh. So like, if he, if he, if he wanted to add in, I want to do that. He's like, he would say, uh, I want to do that, but. Benny has to go with us. Oh, I think okay. his, the character's name is Benny because I want to fuck him. Uh-huh. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously not what he said because he's a lot funnier than that. But like, just that concept came to me watching improv. Wow. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't taught to you. But it no, was no like- one was like, hey, do that. It was more like, I saw it and I was like, hey, I've noticed this about you. You have a, you, you do this. And he's like, yeah, that's exactly what I do. And I'm like, fuck. That's awesome. Characters is one of my hardest things. I'm not good at those. Uh-huh. Also not good stage memory. Yes. What does that mean? So <clears throat> remembering things that you did in the set. So like in practice, uh-huh. like when my indie team would practice, we would do like six, five or six scenes and then we would stop and give notes and we could never remember what we did. I see. So on stage, I don't remember things. You're just, you're just in the moment. And then yeah. It's and gone. then like I'm trying to remember a scene I did three scenes ago. I'm like, what the fuck did we just do? I don't remember. Yeah. And like after a, like doing like a tiny butters refinery set, like we would be done. I'd be like, I don't remember anything we did. So I have no notes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Ooh. Well, I guess, I mean, is that a downside? I yeah. Guess. Cause if you bring things back, it's funnier. Callbacks are funny. Callbacks are funny. So yeah. like you do a scene and you have like a funny character, you bring that character back Yeah. and then you do it a third time. Yeah, that's true. That was one of the big things with Who's Line that was always funny, because they would always have these recurring themes, mm-hmm. you know, 
Colin's bald, Ryan's tall. I mean, those are simple stuff, but they would always... From episode would make, episode. Yeah, they would make um, side jokes, or they'd make yeah. a joke in one scene, and then the next scene they would call it back. Call yeah. Back, and those are always Especially thing. if something odd happened, they would comment on it the whole episode. Yeah, yeah. And it was great, because it's good callback. It's good comedy. Yeah. So that's one of the things I'm bad at, too. Mm-hmm. But... Other than that, I like to, when I warm up, after I'm done warming up, I like to kind of be quiet by myself. Just try, try to find a relaxing place. Because like we just spent all the time being nervous, probably at work, because I'm like hyped up from work, hyped up from being nervous. So I just want to like try to bring it down, just my relaxing sitting down. Mm-hmm. Chill before. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. There was a, when they were doing Project 27, a show at the theater. They had a guitar in there, and I like to play on that. That was super fun. That's I love, cool. I love that. And then they take it out because the show's over, and I'm just yeah. like, "Well, that's gone." Do you ever think you could like do an improv show that incorporates guitar or I've music? I've seen it. Oh yeah, it's fun. That's awesome. Donna and Jonathan Nelson did a show. Did a bit on a show where they would like sing songs. Mm-hmm. They would be singing the same song. Improv, they, they would improvise singing a song. At the same time? The same time. Oh, like uh, like that SNL skit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so that was that was incredible. That's hilarious. They're both incredible. So, like, yes, you could totally do that. And uh, one day I'd like to get to that point. Uh-huh. I'm not there yet. Keep building, though, to, the, to yeah, that. Yeah. That, would be, that would be really cool to see. I think that would be fun because, it, one, it captures your musical side and it captures your improv side. Yeah. It's like yeah. two halves of you right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. That'd be dope. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe that, that would be something that would be cool to see. So, improv. So that's that's with you and improv. That's where you've been, I guess, or progressed since the last time we did this. Yeah. You have, um, yeah, so, yeah. I've, I've, I, so I, read, I went through, last time we talked about, last time since, since episode two, mm-hmm. I think I was probably just starting 101. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I finished um, 301. That was a lot of fun. And I've just had a lot of incredible opportunities afforded to me. And I don't, I feel so undeserving just probably because like I'm so new. Yeah. And it just seems like there are so many great people there. Um, so the credit I have to give myself, cause I can't just be like, I don't deserve it. Cause yeah. like I but wouldn't have, your ass off. I, I am, I'm putting in the time. I'm asking for the opportunities. I'm trying to become better. I'm trying to really enjoy this is what I'm really trying to do. Right. Um, so yeah, I've been offered, um, I think I'm going to be TAing a class, um, for this next session. Uh-huh. Um, the fucking Patrick Gantz, the guy who designed the curriculum was like, Hey, do you want a TA? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. That's dope. Holy shit. Are you mm-hmm. sure you're emailing the right person? Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. And I talked to the teacher and he was like, yeah, I'd love to have you on. I'm like, holy shit. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm just like, what, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. I was like... What did, what am I do? Am, am I, I it just, it just, it just is like, like legitimately not even trying to like be humble or whatever, but like, I'm like, I have been a part of this community for less than a year. I'm on a house team. I am doing Friday night shows. Yeah. I am going to be TAing a class. Mm-hmm. It's just like, holy shit. You're killing it right now. Apparently I'm yeah. killing it. So like, I'm all about it. That's off to you. And honestly, just be along for the ride, you know, see where it yeah, takes you. Yeah, exactly. I'm just trying to... I, I've I've honestly been looking at it like this, and this is a little depressing, and probably like like a little like why are you thinking like that? But like, um, 
You know that saying, like, you never know you're in the good, the good old days until they're gone? Yep. I recognize now that I'm in the good, old days. the good old days. So I'm just trying to be like, let's just fucking lean into this. Uh-huh. All in. Yeah. Fucking everything I can do, I want to do it. I mm-hmm. want to be as involved because this is not going to be forever. I mean... I mean, it's in, realistic for in sure. In five years... Am I still going to be a part of this community? Am I going to be in Richmond? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. So let's fucking go uh, go all in and enjoy it while I have it. And it's just like, it's been so good. The community here, I, I kind of was trying to get into it, but I guess I got a little bit away from it. The community, everybody in here is just so fun, accepting, love being a part of this thing. That's and awesome. like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so, it's so awesome. The for, When we did this show yeah. and you were the host... And I was a guest. I had no friends here. Again, I had just gotten out. You came the week. We, her and I broke up like Thursday, and you came out for the weekend. Yeah, something yeah, like it was that. Like two days after. And like, so I had nobody because of course, because again, I lost my identity. I was fully invested in this relationship. Mm-hmm. I had a shitty job. Right. Oh gosh, that was terrible. That was terrible. Yeah. So like, those hours were brutal. Yeah, and I didn't know anybody, so I had nobody. Now, what? It's like. 30 episodes later, but, like, realistically, that's uh, 30 weeks plus, like, a couple breaks. So, like, 35 weeks later, I'm welcomed into this incredibly already established community. Yeah. I found something I love to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just fucking, like I said, leaning into it. And it's just, it's just so, I'm so lucky. I'm. Just, it's right. so great. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I'm just like, fucking lean in because you never know what's going to happen in a year. Exactly. Exactly. So I guess, yeah, going, um, I guess, touching on like the podcast. So, you know, last time we did this was episode two. Uh-huh. This, this episode now is what? 32. 32? Yeah. So 30 episodes later, I guess, how has the podcast itself changed or how has your ex- expectations of the podcast changed? Well, it's funny. So, of course, I've talked about this at length. We talked, we talked got into it a little bit on last episode with you. Um, <clears throat> it's shorter. Sure, right. And uh, it's uh, it's more fun. I think it's more like relaxed. Mm-hmm. Because I think with two hours, it's like an expectation, and with one hour, it's like let's just fuck around, let's just fuck around for an hour. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's um, yeah. Once you drop the expectation, it's a little more loose, and then. You know, just talking about whatever. No expectations. I don't even tell people. I'm like, do you want to be on my podcast? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll see you at this time. Mm-hmm. And then they show up and like, I don't even know what your podcast is about. And I'm like, you know what? Me either. Yeah, it's just whatever. Like, yeah. if you really, like, took a list of every episode and what the topics are about, you'd be like, this dude is all over the place. That's perfect, though. I'm into it. You it's don't like, know what you're going to get. Exactly. It's just me reacting and talking to people. And it's just like, cool. Because mm-hmm. originally, originally, it was like, I like to talk about creativity and relationships. Yep. I still do. And we talk about that, but not, it's not, I guess it's not the main focus. Cause I know of, <laughs> there was periods of time where it was like strictly creative stuff or strictly creative stuff. And then hard shift relationships. Exactly. And then, you know, it started shifting more and more to other things. The only hard shift is when I really want to know something. So like we talked about like last episode, like with DJ, like I wanted to know things. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ask these questions. It's going to be a bit of a hard shift, but like, Inquiring minds want to know. They got to know, dude. I yeah. got to know. They got to know. So it, it, it's like um, earlier on, yeah, it was like there was like a, a shift to like relationships. And I was just like, I don't want to do that anymore. And like, with, again, we talked about this too. Like there was a, a short period of time where it just got so whiny. Yeah. And it was just like, am I getting, I'm, I'm venting these problems that I have 
in the form of a podcast. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's. I mean, part of it's like a like but, a like a therapy session. Well, here's the thing, sense, and this is what this is one great piece of advice from uh, again Katie Holcomb, incredible person, uh-huh. uh, MD. <laughs> MD. Incredible person, MD. Um, she said, so when we, when, uh, when everyone, house teams were announced and like all these new people were added to like the, the, the theater group and like, it was like, let's get some advice for the noobs. And one, her, her, one of the things she put out there was being on stage should be therapeutic, not therapy. Uh huh. And that was, that was a big thing. It was like, I was trying to treat the podcast as therapy. Yeah. It could be therapeutic and we can talk about things, but when I'm trying to like work through shit, I need to work through that shit on my own. And mm. then like, if it somehow works out where I get to talk about it or like, yeah, it felt like I was kind of doing an unhealthy thing, which is one of the, I realized that actually Matthew's second episode, I want to talk about relationships and he, and he was kind of like, uh, maybe no. Uh-huh. And it was like, it was like, I needed him to be like, dude chill. Yeah. It's okay. And then that was when the break happened. I was like, I, I need to, I need to fucking recalibrate a bit. I need to work. Th-. And I did. And then <clears throat> I came back and I mean, I guess I was still trying to like readjust, but like the, the past couple episodes, I feel like I've really improved because I'm not like, let's, let's whine. Yeah. I'm more like, let's fucking just get into it. Let's, let's, yeah. Let's so I feel like it's gotten, whatever. I've gotten way healthier mm-hmm. and it has, has gotten way healthier too. And I'm just like, I love the direction. That's so like that, that's been another like really good thing. That's awesome. Yeah. So where do you see the producer's podcast? Where do you see that going in the future? Where do you uh, want to take it? I don't know. I've always said that I don't care about views and downloads, but like now I have this mindset with improv, do good shows. Like mm-hmm. why wouldn't I want this to be a good show? Why wouldn't I want to put the effort in to make this a show that I'm proud to present? Right. And I think with the old format, it was good for me. And I think it turned into this thing where it's like, I'm no longer proud of what I'm putting out there. Cause I'm like too worried about it being me whining all the time. And now it's like, again, because I've changed nothing about the guests, but because I am in a better place right now, mm-hmm. the episodes are way better Yeah, because I'm going out there and I'm saying, let's fucking have fun. Yeah. Not like, not like I have this fucking thing that's like really upsetting. I don't know how to talk to girls. And it's just like, fuck you. Yeah. I don't want to listen to this shit. Uh-huh. And that was just like, and I, I say that in a now looking back on it at the time, I'd probably be like, this is art. But this, this is what, is this is what it's important to me now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to like shit on that, but I am also shitting. I'm, I'm sh- more shitting on like, I thought that that was okay. And mm-hmm. I need, and Matthew gave me that slap in the face I needed. It was just like, Hey, come on. Yeah. Get it together. Yeah, we can we can do more. We can do you, 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 he's yeah, he basically said you can do better. I expect better of you, so you should expect better of you. And it was just like I need to do better. Mm-hmm. And that was the goal was do better. Put on a good show. And now it's just like, yeah, if we get in relationships, I I'm more than happy to be like I was in this relationship and it fucked me up. Yeah. And I'm I've never shied away from like I with certain things, I'm not always just, just, I'm not like hundred percent the victim. Like I've fucked up and done things I'm not proud of, but mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, that's a part of me. But like moving forward, it's just like less about relationships. I think and more about me and yeah. relationships are still fun to talk about and like interacting with people. I love all that stuff. But like, I think it's just gotten away from like, let's talk about external things. So like, let's just stay right here. Yeah. What's going on with you? And if there are external things, like we can touch on those fine. But mm-hmm. like there was a whole, there used to be a whole hour segment dedicated to that. Yeah. Right. There is now no longer an hour at most 15 minutes. Yeah. Which I think is palatable, more palatable. 
first. Yeah, it was not a palatable show before. And now it's like I'm proud. And I, while I still, I don't, I'm not like, you don't listen to my podcast? It's more like, you listen, that's great. I really appreciate it. More like, oh, pl- please don't listen. All right. Uh-huh. Now it's just like, cool, I'm glad you listen. And like, I, I have no thoughts of like, they're going to hear me whine. It is one thing to be vulnerable, but then like, again, I think it evolved to me whining. Mm. And I really, after the break and kind of getting into a way healthier place, I was like, I don't want to whine anymore. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm in a new, I'm in a better place. I'm a, a better man. Yeah. Which I think is evident. Yeah. I would agree. I can see it from you. Definitely. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I've been through that with you, you know, for all that time and yeah. for sure, dude. Yeah. Your outlook on life is just much brighter. Yeah, definitely. And honestly, improv has been, and when I say improv, I don't, I, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, doing like everything improv, around it. the community, yeah. the meeting, the people, having the things being yeah, all, all the, the validation, right. everything has just been like, so good for me, I think. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And, and look what's come out of it too. There's been a lot that's come out of it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And it's just like, but the, the good thing is like, I'm still trying to just do live my best life. Like, sure, yeah. like focus on, um, be on my grind. Just do that. Just roll with it. Cause it's like, uh, I don't know. You always told me, and this is, this is one of the things I think that was definitely helpful with like recalibrating the relationship thing was like finding a good woman can't make you good. It can only make you better. Exactly. You need to be good. You need to be good first. And that was, that you was need to take care of yourself. first. Exactly. And it, and it turned for me, that was like less about like, I need to be good. And then I can find a woman. It was more like, I want to, I, of course I want to be in a relationship because I think there's a lot of value in that, but also, yeah, I need to stop expecting someone to come along and be like, Oh, let me save you. Yeah. It's more like, Hey, you're cool. I want to hang out and spend time with you. Yeah. And it's just like, that's, not like I need to get there for that. It's more like I just need to fucking get there mm-hmm. and worry about that later. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of like the <clears throat> cherry on top of the life cake. Sure. You if know? you put cherries on cakes, then that is what that is. <laughs> yeah. I don't. But <laughs> no, um, that's a, that's a saying, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. They, they don't. They say the cherry on top. They don't say the cherry on top of what. That's uh, true. Could be literally anything. Literally anything. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's just been. I've just been, yeah, I've been in a pretty positive place. Work's been going better and like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've been busy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like all those things put together, I'm just like, I'm happy with where I am. That's awesome. Which is crazy because I'm in Richmond, Virginia. Oh, got him. Got him. Sorry, Richmond. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear I'm, the booze outside your window. Douche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so do you, I guess, do you anticipate producers going strong every week or, you know, shooting for every week for the foreseeable future? That's the goal. I think I've only missed one week that wasn't like me going on break, which, um, I think I got to the end of that week. I, I needed an episode. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll take a break. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Cause I only got Matthew, uh, to do his second episode because I need, I needed, uh, I needed an episode and we were hanging out and I'm like, Hey, do you mind doing the show? And he's like, okay. Um, and he wasn't, neither of us were in like the best place. Yeah. So it can, kind of became evident, like, I need a break. I need to get some shit. I'm like pushing myself too much. Um, and I mean, yeah. So then I, uh, I missed one week coming, when I came back, I did Bob's episode and then I was going to do Phil's episode, but mm-hmm. like he was going through some shit and I was like, that's fine. And I couldn't find anybody in time. And I'm like, okay, well I'll just skip it. 
Um, then I've been pretty consistent. I mean, I've been upload. There's a couple of times where I've uploaded late, but like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just mostly about I just like doing it, and uh, I think I think the appropriate answer, and I think it's true. As long as I enjoy doing the show, as long as I get something from it, I'm mm-hmm. gonna keep doing it. Yeah. I mean, scheduling it and leading up to it, I'm like, oh, I gotta do this tonight. But then I'm in the chair, and I'm just like. Oh fuck! This is this is why I do this. Let's go! Yeah, I love doing this. Yeah, you got the host hat on, and then I get to put it out and like get some get some feedback. Yeah, like you you, you put it out. I I feel like it. You with the with the podcast is like me with mashups. Yeah, and stuff. you put it out. You hope people like it. You hope yeah. people listen to it. And if they do, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, that feels great. Uh-huh. I remember specifically. Um, I think I think it was really early on. I think it was still single digit episodes. Um, I was I was in the we have a, a Slack chat for the the show where I basically tell them everyone what I'm up to and Tom's like I, I finished editing this one and Jake's like it's up and then I'm like I ramble on until the next one gets put up. <laughs> but it was like I was like talking about the downloads and originally the downloads for the first like ten episodes were all in the hundreds. Oh wow. And I'm like, this isn't right. There's like, this has to be bots. Uh huh. And you said to me, and I'm I'm paraphrasing, it doesn't matter if it's bots. I think you found something that works for you, and you should keep rolling with it. Yeah. I still think about that. Oh. Because wow. it was like, it was it was support, which is a huge huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons I love improv because it's all about supporting people. Yeah. Um. I thought I honestly I thought you were gonna say. One of the reasons why I love you is because you support me. But, oh, okay, one hundred percent. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> my, my heart, like my heart, started jumping a second there. I was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be a moment." <laughs> then uh, he brought a dim prom. No, it's cool. Yeah, but that is yeah. true. That, that is what you said is true. You are a very supportive friend, and that's why I think I'm. I'm I am a supportive friend. You are very much so, and that's one of the things I think is why we're good friends. Because like I don't, yeah. I don't give a shit what you do. Like that's that's you're Tom. You're my best friend, and like I'm gonna fucking support the shit out of you. Bounce things off each other, you know. Exactly, and so like, yeah, you gave me the support I needed to kind of push through whatever I was feeling at the time, and I don't care about downloads. I mean, yeah, they're fun, and like I put up a video when I felt when I had two thousand, and I'm gonna put one up when I get three or five or something like that, and it's mm-hmm. just like I like having something, and I like succeeding. I'm not saying like this has to succeed, yeah, but I'm like I have this thing, and it's succeeding. And success is what I determine as success. Right. So making something and having 2,000 people, bots or not, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. That number says 2,000. Nobody can prove otherwise, mm-hmm. except for the fact that I think one of the things, because it tells you like who downloads it, says like podcast bots, like actually on the fireside <laughs> really? thing. So other than if you take, the, but that's a small number. That's like five, maybe. So like, but still like. It's fun to do, and again, I think, yeah, as long as it stays fun and people stay interested, I, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't do it. Exactly. I want to hit 100 episodes. I want to be able to tell someone, yeah, I've done like 100 episodes, and they're like, you've done 100 episodes? That'd be sick, yeah. Like, Triple digits. I've done 30 now, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. That's 30 weeks. Yeah. Not counting breaks, that's over half a year. That's crazy, right? That's about, I've been doing this show for eight months. Yeah. It's not going to be fifty episode fifty two on the one year anniversary, but like, who cares? We got to go all out for the fiftieth and for the hundredth. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like okay. we we need to do something big, like I don't know, live podcast, video podcast, something. We got to. Oh no, we'll stream it. 
Stream it. We'll stream it. And we'll have a Twitch chat. Yeah. I'll try. I'll try to like. Hype, I guess we can hype it up around episode forty-eight, and then start like telling people we're going to do this because I've had, a lot of people have told me to do that. And I'm like, I don't want to. I like it. Me having a moment. Yeah. No one else is involved, but like we can do that. That'd be cool. You can do like a AMA. You know, ask me anything or something. Ooh, that'd be fun. If there's interest, if you're listening and there's interest, email the show, producerscast at gmail.com. Let me know if you'd be interested, um, and we will definitely make that happen. Put that in there, yeah. And then, I don't know, who knows where I'll be in another year and a half, Mm -hmm. perhaps on 100, but... Yeah. um, Yeah, I'd be down to do a live one. That'd be fun. That would be cool. Yeah. uh, I've always been intrigued by live podcasts. Weren't you talking about... You were saying something about a live podcast. So... Here's the first bit of that story. I wanted to do my podcast live at the theater because mm-hmm. they have a theater. It's a theater, and I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. Um, realistically, the theater is not for me to use. It's a theater you put on shows at. So, like, if this had a big following, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have a big following? Hold off. Um, a month ago, they had uh, a summit at the theater, a theater summit. And uh, everyone came, you know, you introduce yourself to everyone who's there because there's a lot of new people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you meet some they had a couple panels, a uh, producing panel and a, uh, a history of the theater panel. Cool. Which was fun. And then uh, they had a suggestion, oh, Ganza, um, where <clears throat> people could make pitches. Like, this is a show I, w- I want to direct this show. And uh, I, I won't spoil any of the other ones there because they're all... Uh, they're all really great, and I really want to see what happens. Yeah. Um, and I pitched uh, doing a live podcast called uh, Coalition Live. Okay. It would be a theater-based podcast that would um, feature people of the theater. Nice. And Katie Holcomb, incredible person, incredible person. I'm just going like, to keep heightening Pref- yeah. how great Prefers she that, is. Yeah. Katie Holcomb was like, dude... I want to see you do this. Mm-hmm. Let's get it in the refinery and see what we can do with it. Nice. And if nice. it goes well, it'll be a monthly show. Boom. And it'll be like an hour long. Boom. Maybe. That'd be sick. Yeah. So like, um, I'm super stoked because I get to do, I get to combine podcasting and the theater. Yeah. In, into one. Yeah, so I'm gonna be hosting one of those come April. So look out nice. for that on the on the schedule. Um, I'll try and be more be all about it. I'd love to have yeah. people come out. Mark, um, market that, market the shit out of that, dude. That sounds awesome. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm super excited because I it's like being a part of the theater is one thing. Yeah, and like rolling with uh, you know, improv is cool, and doing a podcast on its own is cool. But being able to go up to the to the director basically and say, "I want to do this show. I want to direct this show." For mm-hmm. me, it's like unheard of. Again, a year ago, no. yeah, yeah. Um, but being and then her being like, "Let's do it. Let's see how it goes." Okay, yeah. She's like, she, she's been supportive, you know, hundred percent. Awesome. She's an incredible person. I don't know if you've heard. Oh, really? She's the best. Okay. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah. Um. I'm so excited to direct that show. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how it's going to go, but like, I get to do that, and I'm just like, holy shit! That's going to be sweet. I'm so excited. Do you have uh, any idea of how you want to structure it, or? Yeah, I'm going to completely copy the Pete Holmes thing. Okay. You remember Pete Holmes? Yeah, I talked about him yeah, a bunch. I've, I've, I've uh, listened to a few. Yeah, I made you listen to. It. I I I, I, told, I showed you the Brian Rigo, and you're like, I'm on board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
God. This fucking laugh. If he could just edit out his laugh, that would be amazing. Oh, I love his honk. Oh, God. It's... I was accurate. I, I, know, I know it's genuine, but it's it's <coughs> the most annoying laugh I've ever heard. Oh, I love it. I love I love that he's just himself. <laughs> um, yeah, his format is uh, so what I'm going to do the first time because it's though I have 25 minutes. Okay. Um, I'm going to have three guests. He would have like five, and so mm-hmm. if it was a longer show, I'd have like five. Uh-huh. So you, you come out, you do a little little bit of talking, it's kind of just like talk to the crowd, have some fun. Um, Ready to bring out our first guest, bring someone on, have each have a microphone, talk to them for a couple of minutes, kind of get their vibe. So then there's a third microphone, and there's, so there's like three seats out. Mm-hmm. So bring on the second guest, that guest scoots over, they have a microphone, then the next guest sits down, have some time with them, bring out the next guest, everyone scoots down. Yeah. And then, so the, the people who have already been on are still on stage, they have a mic so they can get involved. That's cool. But it's kind of just like a live two-person thing, mm-hmm. and you know, if the audience wants to get involved, fuck, cool, I don't know, Boom. we'll see how it goes. Boom. Um, that, 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 and that's all the structure that I really have. Okay. I want to get three people on the first one, I think what I want to try to do... If you're listening, do it. I want to get the three founders on the show for the first one. That'd be crazy. Matt Newman, David Pajor, and Katie Holcomb. Like that would be awesome. That'd be so awesome. Yeah. For the first, and then like, so and then what's really cool is if it goes well and they like it, we can put this under the guise of the theater. This is the theater's live podcast. It would be a monthly show. I could fucking I could really bring it in. I have time to edit it and work on it, mm-hmm. or really I could hopefully you would be able to help me with that. Make it like really good. Like get a real intro and get like real like David's a graphic designer or something. Like it's real artwork, really yeah, market it. Market it. Oh my big gosh, time. there's yeah. like so much there, and I could be a huge part of that. And and you have an audience already. Yeah, the coalition. People, you have the, the people. Fans of people will listen to this yeah. show. Yeah, and so it's like I love this show because it's my show. And working on it, I'm like, I don't care if people listen because it's just me. But, like, taking a show and really working on it and, like, really, like, trying to succeed with it. I mean, obviously, my format's a little more loose. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Maybe I'll, you know, do another refinery, try to refine it and make it a little tighter and, like, have a couple other people on or something. Right. And then at that point, you can have whoever the fuck you want on the show. doesn't matter. Um, I can have a co-host and then have five guests if it's, like, a a 10 o'clock full show who, mm-hmm. who knows there's so many, much there and I'm just like I am so excited to explore it yeah and like, that's so cool but just like being able to direct a show I, I said it like 800 times I can't believe that uh-huh. I'm gonna maybe direct a real show you Jonathan Stowe yeah and even it. even the fact that she was like let's get it in the refinery and I'm just like that's it all I have to do is come up with a great idea and you're willing to like Give me the stage time to try it out. Holy shit. That's awesome. Yeah. The fact that, like, I was still a 201 student, and she's like, do you want stage time? Fuck yeah, I do. Holy shit. Are you, do you know that you're talking to me? Was there somebody behind (laughs) me? I don't, it's just like, it's such a really supportive thing, and it's just like, I can't believe that I found, not only found a way in this community, but apparently uh, found success Mm -hmm. and, and good enough to be considered for these things. Right. It's just like... Gen- genuinely so lucky to, to have found it um, and just like 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 legitimately feeling like blessed like mm-hmm. wow that's that's really cool that, that honestly I'm excited for you for that because that, yeah. that sounds like a cool concept I always like that like when they do that on talk shows when uh-huh. it's like it's the it's the yeah. host and then there's multiple guests yeah. so the guests can kind of talk to get each other too and yeah. react off each other. Yeah, definitely want that to be a part of it. Yeah. Um it's basically that format but it's a little I feel like it's a little more loose. Right. There's not a couch. Sure. Yeah, there's not it's not a formal 
you know, one, one, yeah, one. but the more I think about it, completely be honest, it seems like it is kind of more like that. A little bit, but I mean, you have the freedom to kind of take it wherever you want. It's also meant to be a podcast, so that's kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. So it's a show and a, sh- a show. Whereas, like a live podcast, yeah, show and a show. So, like a small it's a show, you're entertaining people live, live, and you're also putting it out there. It. So, like, okay. yeah, I listened to a bunch of Pete's uh, live podcasts, mm-hmm. and so. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a it's an idea, and I'm excited to try it. It was so funny too because like we was at summit and I was like I had not planned to pitch this, right? And we went we went we were going to lunch and like after lunch, uh, submit your pitches and we'll do the pitch session after lunch. We all go to lunch and like me, uh, Nicole, Josh, and John, we're sitting at the table we're eating pizza and we're kind of going they're going over their pitches, and I was like, oh yeah. I've always wanted to do a live podcast. Should I pitch that? And they're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't even going to pitch it. Right. I hadn't even thought of it coming into it. Going to lunch, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have a show idea. Perfect. Pitch it, and everyone kind of liked it. Nice. What was really funny is, uh, <clears throat> so at, so what they did is they do like five pitches at lunch, and then everyone will go sit at, the, at a table, and people will come around and say, I'm interested in helping, or I'm interested in being in it, or whatever. And so for the other, most other shows, they were like improv-based shows. Yeah. So like people are like, I want to be a part of that, that eight-week run show, or I want to be a part of this. Um, but with this, so I, I began my pitch. I was number four. Um, I sat at that table for like two minutes and no one came and talked to me. Uh-huh. And at first it was like, this is kind of sad, but also like, you know, I, doing this show, I've completely gotten to the point where it's like, I don't care if anyone's interested. Um, especially with this show, cause I'm gonna do it anyway. Like, yeah. It's just for me. Yeah. Um, eventually Katie, cause she went one, two, three, four. So she came around and she's like, what's up? I want to do this. And I'm just like, that is literally the only support I need. Now, it's not the only support I got because I got some other people who are like, I want to help. And it was like, yeah, I got a, a, some group of people and I'm like, I'm going to take advantage. Well, as soon as I get a refinery date, I'm going to get you to come help me do this or do this. And it's like, cool. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So like I got some, but, but for like two or three minutes, I was just sitting there alone. Just like, I bet this looks really sad, but also <laughs> like I've gotten to a place where I'm okay with it. Yeah. So like. You put yourself out there, yeah, you know, but, it's your idea, and you know, just roll with it. But it, it's it's come come to a point where it's like it's just like I'm okay with uh sucking. Yeah, you're okay with failure. Especially doing improv, like you got to be okay with. I told, I, told, I think I told the story you, you, you did about the about the, bombing the, the first, first time, time I was ever, yeah. yeah. Well, it was really funny too. So Matthew is like my number one comedy partner. Yeah. Like um his first time on stage was that same show okay. before we knew each other. Wow. Yeah. I think it was before class too. Um, and he kind of, he kind of bombed. I mean, it, it was funny. Um, but it was kind of like looking backward, just like, Ooh, Ooh, not your best. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, much better now. Yeah. Much better. He, he, he's a genius, but like, um, yeah, I, I thought it was so, so funny. The first time we were both on stage was the same show. And I was like, that's so, that's, that's, that's almost, that's almost fate, you know? Yeah, that's right? Destiny. Oh my gosh. He was there, I, we were both there alone too, like, wow. oh my gosh. Yeah, it was, uh, it was super great. I'm excited because we're going to brunch with him tomorrow mm-hmm. and I'm excited to get my, my two, my two BFFs. Oh man. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's nice. so great. Um, I have, I have, I'm just so like, I have so many wonderful people in my life mm-hmm. and it's just like. I'm just so happy. Oh, look so at this happy. guy. You, you guys can't see it, but he's got a huge smile on his face. Yeah. That's awesome. So with that, I think we're about at an hour. Yeah, right we're, we're getting close. I think we, uh, actually I have a, I sent a text, 
um, right before the show started, so I can tell you exactly when we started. Because I know at around seven ten, that's when we, uh, that's when I looked, and we were already a few minutes in. Yeah. So. I uh, yeah, seven ten. So we got like three minutes. I I I'd push you to get three three to five minutes more. Okay. I mean, we could. I mean, we could honestly keep going on this and look, further. I'm not saying cut off an hour. Yeah, it's about an hour. Okay. Do you have anything else that, on your list you want to talk about? That was. I mean, that was basically it. Um, Just kind you know, of an improv, update podcast. improv, everything, all those things, and like where you're going. You know, what, what's what's next for Jonathan Snowy? It's crazy because it's just been nowhere but up, and like, I haven't been looking. To the future, I've been in the now, mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the healthy changes that I've made. Is just like I'm so focused on being the best me now. Yeah. I'm not worried about like finding a girlfriend to, to like be so good to me and right. be a, right. Yeah, it'd be. And I've I've had the mindset for the past like two months. It'd be cool if I met somebody, and that's great. And like regardless of if I am involved with someone or not, I need to be the best me possible. Yep. Yep. And that's the main focus. Absolutely. No matter who I'm with, no matter what I'm doing, no matter what, I need to be doing the best I can. And I'm involved in all these things now. So, like, I'm, I have on, I have committed to being a part of this community. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't have time to be distracted by being a sad boy hoping that somebody – no, I need to be uh, – and I love doing it. So, like, it's not even like a chore. It's just like I want to be there. And that, that, that gives me the validation. Right. Um, yeah. So, like – it's just it's just been all all good things. That's that's awesome, man. Yeah, j- from everything everything that's happened, you know, the last year or so, and you know, every everything that seems like it's going going up. I mean, the world's your your oyster. You, Pretty much, you have, a, you have a lot going on, and that's that's awesome to be uh, a part of at least vicariously through you. Oh yeah, you're a big part of it. Thanks, man. Big part of it. It's so funny too because 2017 was such an ass year for me. Like mm-hmm. so many low points. I'm not saying that. Yeah, it was just whatever whatever the cause was, it was just like, mm-hmm. this year sucked. Yeah. And then 2018 started off really good, and then I kind of stumbled a bit. I had a lot of, like, anxiety. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, that was really the point was um, I was in a relationship, and it was just like, I have way too much of an expectation of you right now. Mm-hmm. You so can never live up to it. Like, it's bullshit. Yeah. So, like, we need to stop being together, and I need to, like, get my shit together. And that was, like, the real big thing was, like, let's get it together. Yeah. And I've just been... Clean it up. I've been on my grind. And I've been doing that, and it's been great. It's been so healthy. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It, what, a, what a difference, like, even just a change in the calendar year has. Because my, my two, my 2018's been fantastic compared to 2017. We didn't even... We did your episode an hour ago. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Didn't even come up. Whoop. I guess it'll come up next time. Ooh. Okay, we'll see more about 2018. Yeah. Episode 50, right? So, yeah, this is 30, so you have to wait 14 episodes before you can be a guest again. Are you going to reverse host 50? Oh, I don't know. No, I think you should be the host for 50. Okay. You'll be the guest? I could be a guest. I could be a guest. One of the guests. We could have multiple guests. Ooh. We got to do something big. Something big, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, I guess we'll have to figure, iron that out. Maybe you, me, and Matthew, if you would want to do it. That'd be fun. Yeah, I don't know. With that, with that, willing I guess to take would, suggestions, producerscast at gmail.com. What were you going to say? Yeah, I was going to say, I guess that would come out after your live podcast then. Well, the live podcast isn't going to be a producer's podcast. No, I know. I know. But the format of <clears throat> two people talking back and forth, I think that's, there, there's some overlap there. Yeah. That sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're a host and then you have multiple guests. 
Oh. So you'll probably have some experience on how that'll... Oh, if I want to do that again? Yeah. Yeah, we did that with Jake. I thought that oh, was, yeah, that was oh, fine. That was fine. I feel like that was, that was more two hosts. I was, like, kind of a co-host. Yeah, that was the intent. And then Jake... I think, I think on Fireside you're marked as a guest. Or a host. Oh, okay. I host for that one, too. You've hosted two episodes. Now three. Yeah. Can't wait. Boom. And doesn't doesn't the producers, don't they have a website, too? Yeah. You have a website? Producerscast at gmail. Or producerscast.com. Dot com, yeah. Yeah. Has all our pictures and everything. I've tried really hard to keep those pictures looking good, but, like, the fireside is so bad. So, like, there's, like, some of the pictures are, like, really just zoomed out. I'm like, I wanted you to be zoomed in. Yeah. Like, Ben's picture, like, I'm in his picture because it won't crop it. Oh. Yeah. That's a fireside issue. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. I've tried to just keep it nice. But, like, uh, yeah. I want to get an updated picture for you, too. Yeah. Yeah, I have, a, I have a few different ones. Mine's still from my one-on-one showcase. I'm gonna That's a good the, picture, though. Yeah, I'm going to put the hipster one that you took of me today. I like that one. I'm going to put that one up as the, the main one now. The pensive, you know. Oh, what is thinking, light? I'm holding this Edison <laughs> light bulb. What, what is light? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh liked, I liked light before it was cool. <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I like the dark now. Cause it's, uh, yeah, I'm really more about the dark. I don't, I, don't I don't have a single light in my house. Yeah. It's whatever. I like the absence of light. Yeah. I'm all about the absence. The absence <laughs> of light and color. Yeah. That's why this photo is in black and white. <laughs> That's why it was. I know. You, you were like, the black and white has struck a chord within it's me. It's just like, oh, it hits, hits so fucking hard. Cut my life into pieces. <laughs> this is my last resort. <laughs> so. Nah, I'm right. not going to build that one more. Yeah. All right. So I guess let's wrap it up here. Um, How do you end the show, Tom? Uh, well, what's the weirdest thing in your room? Ooh, I, I throw a bunch of more of a caveat to that. Um, what's the, yeah, what's the weirdest thing you think is in your, is in your room? And has anybody said it? So I have, I mean, of course I know pretty much everything. Um, sitting here. Oh, I'm doing the, I'm doing the traditional, like, look around, like, look what's around. going on? Uh, uh. This fucking Ethernet cable still off the fucking wall. <laughs> fucking safety hazard here. Yeah, right? Um... It's really dirty. Like there's a lot of dust behind that cable right I, there. I, I, yeah, I saw that. Floyd that's... is a messy, a messy cat. He's a great thing though. Um, his, hair, his hair is everywhere, dude. I think the weird thing is uh, one of the weird things is like there's three flags here and there's like a space for a fourth one, but that fourth one's over there. Mm. It just seems that there's no thought process to how whoever in this room belongs to organized it. Also, the Christmas lights are really shittily put up. Is that a camera? Ha 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 ha! Throwback. <laughs> Got him. Ooh. Um. Why does that guitar have stickers on it? Um, Why do you have Christmas lights around your monitor? Uh, for Christmas, I put them up, and I like them. It's just kind of like I like I like lights. Does it I give like, you a glow when you stream? Uh, maybe we'll find out. Ooh. We're gonna we're gonna turn this on for sure when we stream. We're about to do a stream right now. Yeah, drunk stream, drunk stream. Catch the highlights on uh, Red Try Hard YouTube. Is this gonna be the third drunk stream we're doing, or fourth? Uh, we only have highlights for the one. Yeah. I, well, cause I don't think last time we got highlights when I went up to Charlotte no. a month ago. No, I don't think we recorded. I, yeah. I don't think I recorded. Oh, do I have to record? I can record. If you want to. I if not, should. If not, we can pull it from Twitch. I don't want to. I don't know if I trust that. But also, I feel like I don't know if I... Anyway. Um, weirdest thing... Um, just probably the, the main thing is, like, the organization. Uh-huh. Again, it's just, like, there was no thought put into it. And there really wasn't. At first there was, and then it was just a bastardization of throwing extra things up. It's a, These walls a are really hard to pierce. 
Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Like, this is fucking just straight up brick, I believe. Oh, like, beyond, like, the whatever the wall is made of. Like, yeah. it's just brick. So, like, I cannot. Like, anything I got, it was a struggle. Uh-huh. So, like, I don't want to change the flags. Originally, the desk was rotated 90 degrees uh, counterclockwise. Yep. So, I, and the American flag was on that wall. And I would stream, and I would have the American flag behind me. Like a true douchebag. Yeah. Um, true patriot. Yeah. Exactly. So, and then I... Uh, I just threw whatever series I moved it there, and now it's there. Um, yeah, just a lot. Also, why has nobody mentioned the fact that I have fidget spinners up there? I have two fidget spinners. And I mean, like, that was in back in 2017. I so. know, but, like, come on. I, I noticed why it, too, you, but why I, do, it's not Why weird. are there trophies up there? Why do you have trophies? I'll tell you why I have trophies. Why? <laughs> so why? I have four <laughs> trophies up there. Two of them have little football dudes. One of those is for... Um, my flag football championship. How long ago was this? Two years ago. Okay. When I, my, Still my, my last... Uh, that thing's never going away. My last semester in college, I'd been playing flag football. I, first of all, I've never won a championship up to that point. Uh-huh. I've never been, like, at the end of the season, number one. Anything. It's been a on. great feeling when you finally get there, dude. And I got there. Yeah. I still have the ball. Sorry, Roy, I stole your football. He'll never listen to this. <laughs> He'll never do it. Um, and I was like... I want to comm- I have a t-shirt that commemorates it and I'm like I want to buy myself a trophy. Yeah. So I bought myself a trophy and then I bought a trophy for winning the Reddit uh, Try Hard Fantasy Football. Oh uh, yeah. I was like I, I just like let's fucking commemorate my victories. Not like a, I need to feel good about myself but it was just like I did something and I want to feel good about it. Mm-hmm. So I bought myself a trophy and then the women's basketball one is what I won the second time. Um, and then the witch trophy is as I told Ben a cool trophy that says VA best couple 1996 and I'm like <laughs> This is sure. going to be good for something. I mean, it's it's. I love it because it's so out there and ironic. So it's great. I've never seen a witch topper. So like, I bought that immediately. The it, is, we- it is pretty dope. Like it's a witch on a broomstick pull, pull, in like gold. Exactly. Pull the jar down next to the cup. That's one hundred percent the weirdest thing. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll explain it. So it's a jar. It's like a sauce jar, like a prego sauce jar, yes. and. Uh, it's full of, like, it used to be full of chains. Now it's just full of, like, miscellaneous crap I don't want to throw away yet. Yeah. And I found this sticker at Mardi Gras. And it's a sticker. Uh, Tom, would you read what's on the sticker? Sure. It looks like it's a magazine cover for Busty Magazine. Busty Magazine. And, and what's, the, what's the headline? The headline is, I want it every day. <laughs> is there, are there any more words on there? Yeah, free blow-ups. Come in, Bobby. What's up? We're at the fucking drunk as shit. You are? <laughs> we uh, hit up Shamrock the Block, and then we went to the Teddy Bar with about ten people, and fucking took over the place. Yeah, oh, man. All right, dude. God damn it! Everyone was so fucking pissed at us. God damn it! You had a good time. Like, what are these people are taking up the stripper stage, and all the strippers love them. And after they get <laughs> off stage, they go to their table and hang out with them and laugh. <laughs> I just want to be angry and fucking stare at titties. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, every time we go to the fucking teddy bar, like, all of them come to us because we have fun. We're like Yeah, you're having a good time. And everyone else is just, like, sitting in the corner all pissed off. Trying to jerk off under their sweatpants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. So. Jesus. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're about to get drunk. Yeah. We're about to get drunk. Oh, did I lock the door? Yeah. Yeah, whoops. I spent too much money tonight. Whoops. I didn't have that time. That was on the credit card, maybe. Go ahead, See you later. Yeah. Deal with it later. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Deal with it. I worked overtime today. I yes, worked sir. five hours, and I got paid for ten. Time and a half. There you go. Boom. 
There you go. Spending that titty bar, baby. There you go. <laughs> living, living his best life. Easy yeah. come, easy go. <laughs> so that's the weirdest thing in my room. <laughs> Well, I did not... Okay, so the, the, yeah. just to pe- to finish up the story we started, I found that cigarette Mardi Gras, threw it on a jar, threw change in it, and that's the weirdest thing. And no one's pointed that out for whatever reason? I honestly did not even notice this. Yeah. I think from that chair, it's oh, hard to see. by the way, on the magazine cover, there's a woman in skin... Who's, like, wearing, a, like, underwear? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't really see anything, but it's, like... I can see the face and, like, the hair. Yeah, it is, it's something you don't really see oh, from yeah, far away. Oh, yeah, she's just covering her boobs with her hands, too. Yeah. I didn't notice that, either. I, I honestly... I don't remember, because I'm, like, I'm, I'm, like, staring at it. Like, there's way better porn. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah, so that's the that's the weirdest thing, for sure. Um, <laughs> there's just a headline here underneath I Wanted Every Day that says, Valerie's Field of Dreams. And I'm just... <laughs> I'm, I'm more confused and intrigued than anything. <laughs> Valerie's field of dreams. What does that mean? But yeah, that that is a uh, that is pretty weird. That's the but weirdest I love thing. it. It's, yeah. it's random. It's, and it, it, makes it, sense. it suits. It suits. It suits your guest. There's a, there's a lot of great stuff here. Yeah, there's a stegosaurus up there on the left side. Oh yep, there's, a, there's that, that one. You know where I got that? No. When I bought that guitar, the hollow body, it was inside the hollow body. Oh no, kidding. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm cute. I yeah. was like, I was like, I'm kind of weird. I messed with the tone, pulling that thing out. Might oh. throw, I might throw it back in, fill it with more dinosaurs. I, uh, now looking at the which one thing is best couple? Va Beach Bash '94. '94. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, like what the fuck? What happened? First of all, who made that trophy, and then who got rid of that trophy? Yeah, right. That's my favorite thing about Goodwill is, why do people get rid of this shit? There's a story behind it. Exactly. So I'm just like, that is going to come in handy one day, and I'm so excited. Dude. So excited. That's going to be nice. Yeah. yeah. This is the best end of show ever. Like, it, That honestly, is yeah. memorialized in MP3. Boom. And... <laughs> I hope we got good audio. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Well, I mean, it's like... I think so. I mean, the mics are positioned very well, so... At minimum, we can hear him in the background, I feel like. Yeah. Because remember we listened to Anthony, the intro to Anthony's yeah, today? Yeah, I do. That was him standing on my on my dresser. Oh, for so sure, we'll, then. They'll hear. For sure, then. Uh, yeah, so. We'll be oh, it's St. Patrick's Day. That's why he... Is, yeah, 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 we're both wearing green. I have my giant green cowboy hat. Which you saw in the picture. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so... So, oh. anyway, yeah. I, I guess that's, that's... let's We'll wrap it up there. Sure. Jonathan Mistoe... Ladies and That's gentlemen, me. in the flesh. I hope this is better than the other one we did. <laughs> <laughs> I think it will be, honestly. Cool. I'm into it, dude. What um, What do you want to plug? That you, oh. That you, I guess, wouldn't Orbital Music plug. Park. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this uh, fucking Tom and Morgan. Um, they are two dudes who have been in playing music forever, and they decided to facilitate this thing where um, they, get, they give people a chance to jam together, and they really, like really push this amazing kind of spirit of music and I'm just so about it. I, every time they have an event, I try to make it as much as possible and help out and just be there and try to put together, uh, help add to the vibe and, uh, yeah, go check out their website, go like their Facebook page, subscribe to the emails. If you play music, go check it out because they do really good things and I really want to see them contribute to the community. They're trying to get their own place started up. So, um, you know, go and donate if you can. Um, they're really big about just taking it easy, taking it chill. Yeah. Um, so them for sure, the coalition, obviously go see shows. They're really wonderful. And everyone who is in those shows is really just a wonderful person. Just having a good time, part of this great community. Um, 
I think that's I think that's all the big things I'm invested in. Um, yeah, I think, and then you know, you know, my social media at Mister Wee, Mister Wee, Wee, three Wee. wise. Ooh, I wish I could. Oh my god, how much things it would cost to get the the real, the real ones? I've honestly looked at at what it takes for you to basically get someone else off it, like an invalid account or yeah. an inactive account, and you need like a work address or like uh like you need to basically make it like so. This is my entity. And you need to, like, can you do it, can you do it with a name though? Yeah, yeah. Like companies will do that if if like. Okay, but we're talking about people. Still, yeah, yeah. Even people too, as long as they are, I guess, popular. So it may not work for you and me, but if we got more popular, then it, it would work. We would just need like, basically, they just say you need like a uh, email address with the name. In at, at like the at, so you. So I need get, Mastoe at Gmail. Yeah, either that or at Mastoe dot com or something like that. You, how, you do I, how, how do you how do you get at blank dot com emails? That's a good question. I don't know, Jake. How do you get those? Don't we don't we don't we don't, we don't talk to Jake about this until he hears this. Yeah, yeah. Jake, <laughs> please send me a text and tell me how to get that. Tell me. Tell me how to get. John, Mistoe at Mistoe.com. <laughs> not, not even John at Mistoe.com. Big balls at Mistoe.com. <laughs> all, all business inquiries, please go to... <laughs> please go to Big Balls at Mistoe.com. That's, that's my business. Jake, I need Big Balls at Mistoe.com. I need it. Please, make it happen, dude. <laughs> Tom. Yeah? What kind of music are you going to play on this one? This one, something needs some fire. Yeah, we we gotta go. We gotta go. Heat, just just nonstop bangers. So I think what I'll probably do here is I'll start slowly fade us out, so we'll get quieter and quieter. Quieter, we're getting quieter. quieter. No, I need to be louder quieter. so I can be heard. Hey. Well, the fade is and happening, then, and then it's building up. It's oh fuck! Up. What's it's happening? Building up. It's, it's building up. It's already building oh, up. Oh shit! Oh. Like this a bowl.